What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Dad Needs to Talk. I'm your host, Robert, and today, today I am here to talk about a few things, in particular, my review for the video game Cocoon, my thoughts on the final season of Reservation Dogs, and how that kind of ties into the overall theme of your world, your, the things you have going on matter just as much as somebody else's, but I hope everybody out there is doing well, um, you know, it's been, been a, uh, a pretty okay week for me, um, but before I get into all that, as always, if this is your first time here, welcome, but if you're a returning listener and or watcher, then welcome back. Y'all know here at Danny's to Talk, it's all about fatherhood and family, manga, anime, TV, and video games. So, my week overall has been, for the most part, pretty solid. Um, you know, of course, there's always life and things, you know, your boy got to take care of. But all in all, things are solid. Um, things are busy at work. Um, I think they're taking over some more um, clinics and stuff that's about to go out of business. So we're bringing in some more people on board, which means a lot of preparation stuff that I need to do with getting hardware and stuff together and configured and set up and stuff for those deployments in the coming weeks and months. Um, but hey, keeps me busy, you know, which keeps me paid, which keeps, you know, my my life going and my family fed. Um, but yeah, but aside from that, you know, I, I took some time off this weekend from a lot of the usual sports and activities and stuff. Just kind of just talked to my wife within the last week being like, man, we're just not going to do nothing as far as like, you know, practices and all that stuff, whatever. So I got to stay home for the most part or whatever. But of course, you know, as a parent and especially a parent with multiple kids, there's always something that's going to come up, whatever. So we did have to deal with something, you know, um, Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever. But, you know, not going to go into it too much or whatever, but everybody's okay. But just kind of had to deal with a little little situation um, and stuff. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so aside from that, things are good. Uh, we're in the month of October, which is freaking wild to think about, man. Like, uh, Fall season is upon us, and that means that a lot of anime have started, which, you know, I'm definitely going to touch on some shows a little bit later on that I've already started watching and checking out, but it'll still be another week or two before I do like a full fall season preview um, and stuff, um, just because like I said, I want to kind of give it a, a few, um, a couple weeks or whatever to me watching some stuff before I kind of do that episode or whatever so but it will be coming uh but yeah and of course you know the the avalanche of video games <laughs> uh continues to march on um and you know I, I I'll go ahead and just get that out the way real quick um just kind of up top so I got to play this game named uh it's called Cocoon so Cocoon is a game developed by a geometric, I can't remember, is it geometric, 
Interactive, um, which was founded by and created by a couple of um, former developers from the studio Play Dead, which is uh, best known for their games Limbo and Inside. So it was kind of like the kind of like the head um, audio guy and the head gameplay designer, along with some new people and stuff, um, went over and created this new studio and put out this game named Cocoon. Now the game is out on all platforms: PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Um, it's on Xbox Game Pass as a bonus, um, but I bought and played it on PlayStation Five. Now I played through the whole game over the weekend. Um, not not a super super long game. It was maybe like five six ish hours is what it took me or whatever. But the game itself is kind of like a adventure plat uh, not platform. I keep want to say platform an adventure puzzle style game. Like I said, if you've played Limbo or Inside, you kind of have a general idea of the style of game, but it kind of involves you dealing with these different orbs and you going into, basically each orb or whatever has a whole world inside of it. Um, and uh, by the time y'all are hearing this whatever, or sometime in the, within the same day or whatever, I'll have a little chunk of like 15 minutes of gameplay from the game on my YouTube channel. So if y'all want to see a little bit more in depth of what the game looks like and sounds like and stuff, whatever, go check that out or whatever. But um but yeah but all in all like like the game from beginning to end was fantastic. Um because those games Limbo and Inside they've always been really good about setting the tone and the atmosphere. And there's just always intrigue and wonder with every new location you go to, every new ability that you get of like, oh, what does this do or whatever? And how is this going to play into overall stuff? Because throughout the game, you basically get four different abilities, three, yeah, four, four different abilities. And the game does really well with kind of like chopping things up towards, like, okay, you got a new ability now you go through a level or a section of a level exploring learning how to use this new ability or whatever and then they kind of start inter uh, uh, interweaving the new stuff with the existing stuff and you kind of get stuff building upon each other to where you're having to like use some of the abilities and stuff in tandem with each other and then the jumping in and out of the world of the orbs or whatever is like super dope and kind of like mind trippy in a way because like I said like some of the puzzles that you're doing it involves you going like inside of an orb inside of an orb and it all kind of looping within itself or whatever it, it's like super cool like it's weird to like really try to describe it but um but yeah but like like I said like the gameplay of it is fantastic I feel like it had just the right amount of difficulty to where I was pretty much able to play, I would say like 90% of the game just on my own with no help. There was there was one puzzle in particular that I had to look up like pretty deep into the game, but it was one of those things where it's like, man, I didn't really like think to look at it this way or whatever. And then another time, kind of like a half step thing, or whatever, I kind of got like majority of the way through or whatever and the i was literally staring at the answer 
And one thing I like about the the game is that like you're never gonna get stuck to where like I said like, like once you get all these different abilities and stuff whatever and they kind of building upon each other, you're never gonna be in a position to where it's like, crap I crossed this bridge or I went through this uh, gate or whatever. Oh no I'm stuck. It's like no you're in the place that you're meant to be in or whatever, and. If you still able to kind of go, come and go or whatever, then that means that you probably still have an objective or something to still do and tackle. And I love that because like once you are fully cleared with the area, it will like, like if you cross the bridge or whatever, then if you're meant to just continue to go forward and not going back, then that bridge will crumble, so to speak. Um, well, figuratively, uh, figuratively and literally, the bridge will crumble and then you know it's like, okay then there's nothing more for me to go back and do here or whatever and the other thing that i enjoyed is that the game kind of has these kind of chapter markers or percentage markers or whatever as you play throughout the game and at any point in time you can roll back through those different check marks and stuff and revisit an area or you know, or whatever case you want to do, want to do or whatever. Because, like, example, when I recorded my gameplay earlier, since I had already beaten the game, I had all 100% check marks that I can just kind of scroll through and, like, oh, okay, let me go show off this boss. Hey, let me show off this piece of a level. It's just, like, really cool. And, of course, the sound design, the music, like I said, it all plays into the atmosphere and stuff, whatever. Like, the sounds were just, like, so well done and like i said like uh um all in all it's a nice tight package um it's about 20 25 bucks i believe is what it was and like i said it is also on game pass if you have that subscription you can try that as well but it definitely was worth the money to me like i said just the the level of polish of the game and like i said i got a good solid five to six seven hours out of the game whatever and it, it, it just felt good to kind of like flex those certain creative muscles in my brain to kind of like think of these different puzzles and stuff. And a lot of times it's just, it was just a case of like, you know what, um, I'm looking at this too much or whatever. Let me take a break, go get something to eat, go outside for a walk, maybe go watch some TV or whatever, find something else to do, watch, read some manga or whatever for a little bit, and then circle back, come back to it with a fresh mind or refreshed mind. And then it's like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do to go forward. So, but yeah, so like I said, all in all, Cocoon is one of my favorite things for sure. I've played this year, whatever. Um, and it's just very dope. I got to play this right after I beat Sea of Stars a couple weeks ago, or whatever. Um, but yeah, Cocoon, super good. Highly recommended. Like I said, especially if you enjoyed playing games like Limbo and Inside um, years back. And speaking of which, if you played Cocoon and you never played those games, go back and revisit those games because they are both like really dope um, and definitely worth your time. Now those are a little bit more like like the kind of like spooky vibe, so it might be like a good game to good game to play right now in the fall season as we're getting to the spooky season that I know a lot, a lot of y'all love. But um, but yeah, Cocoon can't recommend it enough. Go check it out. Um, so yeah, so moving on from there, so. Um, aside from that, like, like since I'm talking about games real quick, um, I'm trying to think, uh, <laughs> I had downloaded and booted up the, uh, Foam Stars beta over the weekend, but I don't know, like, I, 
I immediately just felt like I just wasn't in the mood to play it. Like, I literally was going through the tutorial and got through, like, a couple sections, used my weapon a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? No. I'm just not going to play this or whatever right now. Like I said, now, maybe when it comes back out later on or if they do another beta or whatever, then maybe, you know, I might jump in and give it a try again. But it just, I just didn't want to force myself to play it when I just wasn't mentally in the mood for it. Cause like I said, I, I was in the middle of playing Cocoon. So probably I just wasn't in that mindset of like wanting to play it or whatever. So, but yeah, so we'll see about that. Um, I booted up um, 13 Sentinels, they just ram a little bit before I started recording or whatever. I love the art style of that. The game looks like really, really different artistic wise kind of remind me a little bit of, of the anime uh grimgore of fantasy and ash um it's made the game is made, made by vanillaware with which are the same people who made that a uh, dragon's crown game back on like the ps3 um vita era um but yeah but so who knows i, I might revisit that or whatever but i'm kind of like in this little pocket window right now to where i'm trying to decide like okay what game I might want to tackle next because Spider-Man 2 and Mario Wonder is uh, in a few weeks on October 20th. Now, Assassin's Creed Mirage comes out at the end of this week. And I'm kind of like having an internal struggle trying to figure out like, man, do I want to get that at launch and play it now? Because it, it is, they are launching it cheaper than normal. It's coming out at 50 bucks. Um, for the base game and then 60 for the for a deluxe edition and I'm like man do I want to play it because I have heard and seen that it is like a you know kind of going back to like the uh, the roots of the series from like you know AC 2 and 3 and that era and it's supposed to be a shorter game you know like 20 to 30 hours or so roughly which hey that's music to my ears but I'm also like man I know that these games ubisoft games in particular go on sale on black friday and stuff so i'm like man yeah why yes it is only gonna be 50 bucks i could probably get it for 30 <laughs> or 25 on black friday so i don't know you know like i said it's not like i don't have other stuff to play but I kind of just feel like i'll just just kind of just look around and just see what i might be in the mood for um i do have a couple of demos on steam i have downloaded i might kind of maybe check out some of those and see what's going on with some of those games and stuff so but um but yeah so that's pretty much it as far as like uh, game stuff oh actually uh gotham knights got added to game pass so maybe 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 i might give give that a try there whatever um but yeah so enough of the game stuff whatever um i kind of want to get into talking about reservation dogs and kind of using that as kind of like a springboard for talking about kind of like, I, I, I guess the best way to kind of say it is that like, just remembering that whatever situation and stuff you have going on in your life, you matter just as much and what you have going on matter just as much as the next person. Now, while yes, on paper, you know, you might be in a better position. Like, okay, yes, I'm not homeless. Yes, I have a car. Yes, I have a job. But that doesn't mean that you still don't have your own struggles going on. But before I dive deeper into that, so 
Reservation Dogs is a series that went on for three seasons. They did three seasons total, um, 28 episodes altogether. The first season just had eight episodes, and then season two and three both had 10 episodes, 10 episodes apiece. And so the show pretty much follows a group of teens um, living on this uh, native reservation in O'Kern, Oklahoma. Um, and so pretty much one of like one of like the coolest things about this show is that you can truly see the love and care that was poured into this. Um, and I got to say shout out to a couple of people real quick. Shout out to the homie Ari from Sundari because she's the one that originally put me onto this series last year when I had her on uh, for the fall anime preview for last year. And we were talking about stuff we liked, including like Abbott Elementary. And she was like, oh, hey, you need to check out Reservation Dogs. Um, and also shout out to um, this guy I know named Ian who runs a podcast called Native Film Talk. Now, he is Native American, and so it was very awesome getting to hear his perspective as somebody from that culture, that background, because, like I said, like like I said, the show follows this group of teens, kind of, in the beginning, kind of like starting off them dealing with the loss of a close friend, uh, and kind of like how they all individually and as a group deal with the loss of him and then the show kind of follows not just them but also just like different things that people in the native community deal with from you know living on the res and um different i uh ihs facilities and just different things that they kind of struggle and go through and how there were some things i could kind of relate to as a minority person they kind of go through but there are also some other things that you know was very informative for me with the show because um like i said like kind of like going back with the love and care put into the show um a good chunk of like the staff the production crew the directors majority of the cast and stuff whatever are all of indigenous um backgrounds and stuff whatever and so um, I think I think I remember um, on one of uh, Ian's podcast episodes and just different interviews I heard him talking with people about is that I think that this is like one of the shows that has like the most native people working on it and like the biggest cast of people because um, what what's one of the directors of uh, Taika Waititi um, and lots of other people but um, but yeah so. Like I said, the show just follows these kids going through that loss. And then us kind of over the course of the seasons, getting a chance to spend time with each of these four characters. Um, you know, Bear, Cheese, Alora, uh, Willie Jack. Uh, but also all the characters surrounding them, everybody in their communities, from their families, friends, just random people that they encounter. And... It was freaking amazing. And this final season um, did not disappoint because it kind of gave a good wrap-up and conclusion to pretty much majority of the characters that we've met along the way throughout these three seasons. And I feel like each of these characters are kind of left in a good place. 
um, by the time that final episode ended. Now, this show does deal with some very serious topics throughout, but the show will make you laugh as much as it's going to make you cry. Um, and I feel like that's kind of like kind of like the beautiful balance of this show. Kind of like, like what I've talked about before with like um, Abbott Elementary to where it's such a genius way of them kind of touching on real world topics and struggles of like what teachers and stuff go through but also mixing in a little bit of that humor and stuff that makes it relatable and like I said like seeing the different things that these characters go through in um, Reservation Dogs there was definitely so many moments that like really hit close to home um, just like with you know some of the characters dealing with different family things whether it be you know not knowing who a parent is or losing a parent at a very young age or um you know feeling like they're alone and they don't have anybody to talk to or whatever the case may be like the show it is like super high on my recommendation list if you're just wanting something that is good something that is relatable and something that is also very informative because like i said there are some things i can relate to as you know a black man a minority but this show was super informative to that culture and a lot of things that are specific to them um and like i said shout out once again to to ian and native film talk definitely go check out his podcast and and uh and hearing his perspective talking about this series it kind of you know opened up my eyes even more because like I said like while I was learning some stuff whatever but there was a lot of like culture specific things towards like if you're not from you know from that uh, from that background then a lot of jokes and a lot of you know, in jokes and sayings and different things like that or whatever are just gonna kind of go, kind of go over your head. And but like I said, it's like you know, it, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like sometimes, sometimes it's good to have shows that are made for us by us, so to speak, or whatever for for different cultures and stuff. To where it's like, hey, this is good enough for anybody to enjoy, but it just has that extra. A uh, good feeling to where it's kind of like an inside joke of like, oh man, yeah, 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 I, I, I definitely, I've been there, yeah, I've been in that situation, or whatever, yeah, my auntie's like that, yeah, my grandma was like that, that type of uh, familiarity um, that the show had, they just, um, they just do so well, and like I said, I just, I loved these characters all the way through, and so like I said, just kind of like I said, like using that as kind of like, like, a, like I said, like a springboard for the topic of your problems matter you know because I, I I kind of have this struggle sometimes myself to where you know while yes there are certain goals and things I want to get to in life and it's like man I really wish I could be doing XYZ or man I wish I was you know in a bigger house or I wish I had a house not an apartment or man I wish I had you know, a newer car or whatever. No, we all have different things we kind of want better for ourselves. And that is okay to want those things. Um, 
because I know like sometimes, you know, where I work at or whatever, like out in Dallas, you know, every day I'm driving by and there's, you know, I see the same homeless people. I've been working, I've been at this job for a little over three years now, whatever. And some of these people were there when I got there three years ago. And I still see them on the same corners every day for three years and stuff, whatever. And so it's like seeing stuff like that, it's like, man, you know, I'm fortunate that I'm not in that position and stuff. Um, or, you know, I'll be driving home from the grocery store and, you know, hey, okay, I'll, you know, load up my trunk with all the groceries and I'm driving home. But I also see somebody else leaving from the grocery store too. But instead of driving the car, they're walking down the street or on the sidewalk, whatever, with arms full of groceries or whatever. And it's like, man, you know, and I'm glad I'm not in that position because I have been in that position. That's how I grew up. You know, I grew up in the neighbor in the hood. You know, my mom, we never had a car growing up or whatever. And so every time we go to the store for groceries or whatever, you know, if, if there wasn't a family friend or or a relative nearby that could take us to the store or whatever, hey, we walked to the store, we did our shopping or whatever, and we me and my mama, or sometimes just me, sometimes just her, depending on you know what's going on or whatever, walking home with just arms with bags and bags and bags of groceries. And so, you know, sometimes I see those moments and I'm, you know, appreciative of the situation I'm in now or whatever and just being like, man, at least I'm glad I'm not there anymore. But I think that sometimes we lessen ourselves and how we're feeling and what we're going through because, yeah, we might see somebody that is in a worse position than us. And so you sometimes we kind of feel like that we can't voice our concerns. We can't voice our struggles because it's like, well, Robert, try to be grateful because, you know, you, you do have a home, you do have a job and da, 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 da. But just because I do have that or whatever, doesn't mean that I still don't have different things that I struggle with or things that concern me, that keep me up at night, that stresses me out and different things like that because you know we are all different people and we all have our different levels of things that we go through whatever um you know because you know like for example you know i'm married i have you know five kids or whatever and it's like man you know sometimes it's like man robert like how do you do it how do you keep up with all this stuff with just on a base level with the family or whatever and then on top of that three of them doing sports y'all traveling across the country doing sports and stuff whatever somebody always got a game or practice a tournament da, 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 da. but then on the flip side it's also like well you know there's you know somebody you know I have a, I have somebody that I know that you know it's just you know he's just married with his wife they have no kids nothing whatever maybe a couple of dogs and that's it or whatever but I have my struggles and me looking from the outside is like, okay, you know, we, we work, you know, you know, we, we, you know, we work in the same job, we're doing similar things, whatever. And you going home and you know, you don't have the extra stuff, whatever that I have to deal with or whatever. But I don't know what all this person has going on, you know, in their home or in their own personal life, aside from just the little bit I can glean from our conversations and stuff, whatever. And like I said, it's it's just one of those things just kinda of, just to kinda of like keep in perspective that like 
we all have different things going on some of us you know deal with things more quietly than others but we also do need to be aware of it's okay to speak out it's okay to vent um that's one of the reasons why i created this podcast created this show this platform as a place for me to talk because i was going through something very heavy and stuff kind of but i was kind of going through it by myself and even just me coming on you know sending up my mic and stuff whatever hitting record and just talking sometimes it just makes me feel better just to get all this stuff off my mind off my heart and just get it out there into the world and you know regardless of if there's somebody on the on the other end to receive it or not just the fact that i can speak my piece uh, is sometimes all that we might need and so now i'm not saying hey you know that that you have to start a podcast or make a youtube video or whatever to to voice your concerns but if you have that friend if you have that relative um or something or someone that you can pour your heart and stuff out to whatever then please do it um because like i said don't lessen yourself and what you have going on just because you think that oh well there's bigger and crazier things going on in the world it's like yes there there is always something crazier going on in the world you know than what you might have going on but sometimes we just need to just be just worry about what's going on in your world your bubble because there is so much stuff going on that we can't control everything that everybody is doing sometimes we have to just start local start with ourselves and make sure that we are okay you know um before we continue trying to march forward and stuff so but hopefully that makes sense to somebody out there and like i said like these are just different things that just like really came to mind um a lot, a lot of it's kind of come to mind a lot lately in general but especially this past week as i watched this final season of um of reservation dogs and i just kind of got to see all these characters kind of like deal with their various problems and stuff sometimes you know they try to deal with it on their own or in silence and then it might have been a friend it might have been a relative it might have been a spirit that kind of came and talked to them and being like hey are you okay or hey you need to go and talk to this person or hey you need to go and do this thing or hey it is okay to do something for yourself because like because like a um, bear his mom she got a job offer um but it was somewhere else she would have had to move away or whatever and of course you know as a parent as a mom she struggled with that because she was like no you know my son is here i can't leave him and i've never left this left this town or whatever you know as far as like living wise and so she was visited by the spirit of a of a you know of a past friend i won't speak too much on or whatever because i want y'all to watch the show but the spirit kind of just told her just like hey your son is an adult now you know he's 18 he's you know he's an adult and and you know he'll be okay and it's like hey you did your job as a parent you raised him whatever but you know it is okay to 
want something for yourself it is okay to live your life um for you and the spirit also kind of being like hey like i want you to go and strike up a conversation with this person or whatever and it's like see you you could have been doing this or whatever why haven't you done this and it's like you know i wish i could do this or whatever but you know i'm not here like hey i can scream and yell and fuss at this person all they want or whatever but they are not hearing me versus you're still alive you're still in the flesh you can go over to that person's house and speak to them and stuff so do it you know and so it, it was just different moments like that where you know characters learning like okay you know it's okay to be i don't know if selfish is the right word but basically kind of like it's okay to do stuff for you it is okay to you know to treat yourself every now and then it's like you know like i said at the end of the episode treat yourself to something nice um take care of yourself and i know while i do say that at the, at the end of every podcast episode i am also not the best at practicing what i preach so to speak or whatever um because i kind of like like look back on my life and especially like like my life as an adult and there's been so many people that have come and gone in my life that it's like man i should just went up to the house and visited just because you know versus you know all the excuses or oh well i got this and that or whatever and it's like man you could have just you know taken an evening or a night or whatever and just gone sat visited with this person or whatever but hey that person is no longer here you know now you, you can only you can only regret what you couldn't do or whatever but time continues to march forward or whatever and so it's just like stuff like that um same thing with you know like so like job opportunities and stuff whatever i've done that myself too so it's like okay hey taking a leap of faith you know like a coin toss so it's like okay hey job a job b or whatever and just kind of pick one and just see where it takes you um but yeah so like i said all of that to just kind of say both watch reservation dogs it is a super awesome super fantastic show but also take care of yourselves and speak up if, if you're not doing well or if you feel like something is wrong speak up um like i said that's kind of why i took the time off this weekend or whatever and i'm taking pto this friday as well just because you know with life stuff going on or whatever i find myself sometimes kind of like running on autopilot towards like okay you know i'm up, I'm up late naturally but then i'm up early because you know i gotta get up get the kids up ready for school then get off to work and yada 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 or whatever just on the autopilot but it's like sometimes i'm not getting enough uh proper rest consistently or hey i'm not you know going out and doing different things for myself whatever it's like i'm always running around like, okay hey, yeah taking the kid here taking the kid there doing what this person want to do doing what that person want to do whatever and it's like sometimes you have to just like stop and pause and just like take control back of your life um that's kind of why i've been you know happy that you know i've been playing more games and stuff recently because that's something that i super love doing but there was like a stretch of like months where i really didn't play nothing for a while because i was just like i felt too exhausted after doing everything and expending so much of myself for everybody around me to where i wasn't saving anything of myself for me 
and that's not a good way to live and I started feeling it uh, physically taking a toll on my body and on my health or whatever and so it was like okay realizing okay hey you got to do better for you for yourself and so uh, so yeah so like I said I'm just kind of rambling at this point but like I said just kind of on the point of you matter what you have going on matter you know don't compare your struggles to the struggles of somebody next to you so that's the simplest way I can say that and so with that I'm gonna take a quick little break and then we're gonna come back and talk about um, some other stuff I've been uh, watching and reading so be right back all right so um, oh and last thing I've, I've got to mention so with the uh, reservation dogs it's on Hulu so all three seasons on Hulu Go check it out, um, and please come back and tell me uh, how you feel about it. So, um, so yeah. So really quickly, like I said, I just want to just um, just briefly touch on some stuff I've been uh, been watching. Cause man, like it's it's so much freaking stuff coming out, man. That you know, across the board, gaming, anime, TV shows, um, manga, all this stuff, whatever, man. And so, um, so like, like, like the, uh, is it Gen V, Gen V, the, uh, uh, the boys spinoff series came out last weekend. They dropped like three episodes. They're all an hour a piece. Haven't got to watch that yet, but I was like, dang, okay. All right. That's on my radar or whatever. And then the, uh, the Adventure Time spinoff with Fiona and Cake came out last week. They dropped 10 episodes. I'm like, God, okay. Loki season two drop later this week. Um, I feel like there's something else big. Uh, I think I think Lupin season three is coming out. Um, end of this week too or whatever. So I'm just like, man, it's just like so much stuff. Um, but you know that's that's awesome. You know I get to stuff when I get to it. Um, but um, but yeah. So as for stuff I did watch and check out, so. Let me see. Let me pull up my little my little list here. So, and like I said, I'm just gonna just gonna briefly touch on some a few things, whatever. So, I checked out that uh, my daughter left the nest and returned an S rank adventurer anime. And that first episode was okay. You know, like I said, like some some. Some wholesomeness mixed in there, so I'm, I'm definitely down for some wholesomeness because basically it follows a uh, a former adventurer. He got injured, so he can be an adventurer no more. Finds a baby in the woods, you know, raises the baby. She becomes an adult. Then she goes out, becomes an, an, a renowned adventurer out in the world, and now she's trying to make her way back home. So I don't know. It, it might be kind of one of those ones where I might give it another episode or two. But this might be one I maybe like save and binge later on. Like I said, I'll kind of touch more on this um, in the coming weeks when I do my full preview thing. Uh, shout out to Firefighter Daigo. That was a really dope um, first episode. Uh, kind of following a few uh, firefighters doing their thing. But the MC Daigo is a beast. With his, the way he, like, the flashbacks with his training and stuff, whatever, looks really cool. Uh, 
so I'm, I'm excited to maybe try to keep up with this one we'll see now I know that there was like a prequel series that they did as a movie I'm debating maybe I might try to see if I can find that and maybe watch that but I don't know because this this came out in 1999 so it's a super super <laughs> uh, old school one but I don't know maybe maybe I might go back and check it out uh, let me see man so Freren Beyond Journey's End they dropped so we, we already knew it was supposed to be like a, a two hour premiere um, at least that's how it aired in Japan, but on Crunchyroll and stuff, they dropped it as four episodes, but man, they, they blew expectations out the water because, so, the four episodes cover the first volume of the manga, which I don't think I have within arm's reach right now. Oh, yes, I do. So yeah, so the uh, the the first four episodes of the anime cover the first volume of the manga, which is super awesome. I, I did a review for it last year or two years ago, I don't remember, but a while back. And so, but yeah, but like man, like visually, the music, the voice acting, everything was phenomenal everything was on point um even as somebody who already read all that material i was still getting hit in the fields with this sh with the show um and i guess i'll mention real quick too so with freren beyond journey's end it basically follows the uh a group of adventurers who defeated the demon king and Freren, she's an elf. So, of course, you know, elves, they have super long lifespans for thousands of years, or whatever. So, her concept of time and and human life, whatever, she just doesn't really care or have a good understanding of it until basically some of her party members start aging and then eventually passing away. And then she kind of starts to understand and appreciate to start enjoying the moments of life because she'll just casually be like you know they're like man yeah that that adventure to to, to, def to defeat the demi king took us 10 years and then she was like yeah it just just yeah it just took a, a a mere 10 years or you know there was an event where like this meteor shower only comes every 50 years and then she's like man you know what the next time, I'm going to take y'all to this really cool spot I know or whatever. So, all right, you know, hey, we'll, we'll go to it the next time or whatever. And, like, the the human party members like, the next one, <laughs> you know, in 50 years. And so the show does, like, a really awesome, the series does a really awesome job. Kind of kind of reminds me in a way of, like, To Your Eternity. We have this kind of, like, semi-immortal being watching the years pass by as they kind of live and do different things, whatever. But, um, but yeah, so these episodes were freaking fantastic. Uh, kind of like a fantasy slice of life series. And I'm very excited because now going forward, since these four episodes covered everything from this first volume, I am now going to be blind with what's going on going forward. So I am looking forward to that. And it's also going to be 24 episodes too. 
So I'm looking forward to several months going from now to April of next year, uh, March, April of next year, of just kind of being an anime-only person and just kind of getting to and enjoy this adventure. Um, though, of course, they do have the manga on the Viz Media app as well. So who knows? Maybe I might get um, impatient and read ahead. But for now, I look forward to experiencing this beautiful show um, as it's airing. Uh, another one that I was highly anticipated that did not disappoint, Shangri-La Frontier. Um, and shout out to all the people who's been finding my review from last year because I was just looking up some, some analytic stuff, whatever, earlier today, whatever, and saw I got a little spike of people going back and checking out that. Um, but yeah, so Shangri-La Frontier, man, once again, this is another one that like really has blown blown expectations out of the water because the visuals off the charts the sound effects for like when he does like the counter attack and stuff and the critical hits and it, it is all just like so awesome man just like so well done and i love the shot of the the video game store at the beginning of the episode where they kind of have these kind of like um alternate versions of real life games like you see a game that is basically the cover of Elden Ring, Breath of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Pokemon, uh Sword and Shield or or uh Scarlet and Violet, uh Mario Odyssey, uh so many games, Stardew Valley, like the list just goes on and on and on and on. And so it's just really cool just like seeing the love and intention they put into the stuff, whatever. But um, but yeah. So and, and I'm loving the the attention that the series is getting. I love all the people that are like, man, you know, I wasn't gonna check that out or whatever. But I'm 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 gonna give it a shot. And so I'm glad seeing people being open minded and checking it out. So Shangri La Frontier every Sunday on Crunchyroll and Freyrun. That's every Friday. And um, this is one that I watched on a whim. It's called. A playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO life. That is a mouthful of a title. But basically the, the, the thing that I really I loved about this one out the gate or whatever is that this is also kind of like, like, like another gamer VR uh, MMO game like Shangri-La Frontier. But obviously like, like the budget and quality isn't as high with this one as, uh, as a SLF. But one thing that immediately made me connect with this one is that the main character that's playing this game whatever he's a 38 year old adult man who has a normal nine to five salary man job and one of the lines he says early on in the episode is that like because of life and work and stuff whatever he can only game um if possible two maybe three hours a night if that if he's able to whatever and then like certain parts like when he finished you know he creates his character, starts the game, whatever, play a little bit or whatever, do a couple missions or whatever, and then he logs off for the night, and he makes a comment like, uh, like, yeah, I know all the hardcore gamers are going to be up playing all night and stuff, whatever, but sadly, I can't do that. I got to go to, I got, you know, I got to work in the morning, so I got to head off to bed. So just little stuff like that, I was like, he's, he's, he's me, I'm him, <laughs> uh, type of energy or whatever, but like, yeah, I just, I just really connected with that. And same thing when he was kind of like building his character and his stats or whatever to where he was like, uh, I'm not really wanting to play with other people or whatever because of 
you know, my, my work life or whatever. I can't really commit to being with a group and a party for too long or whatever. So he was picking different skills and abilities that most people wouldn't want. Like, you know, he's, he got the bow and arrow, he got the kicking skill, stealth, cooking, uh, making potions or whatever. But just seeing how that all kind of ended up um, working out to his benefit a little bit later on was super awesome. So yeah, so th this will probably be like a comfort watch that I'll probably, I might keep up with, you know, just like like as, as time permits or whatever, um, especially if it's going to be a, a Monday um, premiere anime or whatever. So that'll be a nice little slot to kind of like start the day off or start the week off with watching that and unwinding. So like I said, pleasant little surprise. Like I said, I was just very interested to see um, where it might go from here. But, um, but th that's kind of it as far as like new shows I checked out. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh. I did watch the premiere of Ragnar Crimson, which that was also a, a hour long episode or whatever, and that that episode covered the first chapter of the manga. It was okay. I'm kind of feeling a little bit indifferent to it or whatever, but you know, I, I might kind of watch a few more episodes of it and then kind of see where I feel with it after that or whatever. Like I said, this is one I think is also going to be 24 episodes. So it might be one I might circle back to a little bit later on um, after, you know, it's kind of built up some episodes and stuff. So, but, um, but yeah, so that, that that's primarily it with, with what I've watched lately. Um, I'm going to go back because, let me look at this real quick. Because uh, uh, Shy started today and there was something else. Um, oh, that Ron... Kamonhashi Forbidden Deductions one started today as well. Um, Berserker Gluttony, I want to check that out. And of course, a lot of other stuff starting later in the week, um, like Under Ninja and Undead Unluck and uh, Pluto and stuff like that or whatever. So, man, there's lots of stuff coming that I'm excited to watch, like I said, both anime wise and just other stuff in general. Um, trying to think, uh, oh. There was a couple of uh, manga things I wanted to touch on. So, let me look up real quick. Alright, so, just a couple of quick little shout-outs of stuff that I read and caught up on. Um, so, I caught up on the, uh, well, I caught up on the free chapters for the webtoon, um, A Man's Man. Uh, still so good. Like, that. that is definitely one that I enjoy binge reading. Um, and those of you who might be curious about it, I did a review for it earlier in the year, I think, whatever. Um, but, um, but basically it kind of like follows like a C, like a former tech CEO that kind of got reincarnated or kind of like got to go back into his younger self 20 years ago or whatever. And so it kind of like, it's, for those of y'all who might not know, remember what it, but I work in IT. And so kind of getting to see them talk about all these uh technologies basically like around the, around the time where like right before iphone was coming out or whatever around the time like smartphones and stuff was coming and different things like that or whatever but it, it's it, it's just just really good um so i caught up on the free chapters for that um which i was surprised like i let them build up for like a few like a couple of months i think when i was behind um another manga i want to shout out that i caught up on is a uh, beat in motion that's one that I that I talked about a while back as well. 
um, still just wholesome, and I still just enjoy seeing these two characters um, bond and relationship and friendship and stuff kind of like continue to blossom. And I look forward to seeing him hopefully um, continue trying to work on the uh, the animation for this music video of hers that he's trying to put together and stuff. So, but um, yeah, just shout out to to Be in Motion and the other one. I wanted to shout out this uh, Kagura Bachi. So I decided to finally give this a shot now that it's got three chapters out. Um, just because it was all types of memes and stuff, whatever going on with it. And so it basically follows this guy, Chihiro, who is on a path of vengeance for his father being killed. And his father was like a renowned blacksmith who back during this war um, created these kind of like six legendary like kind of like mythical blades they had like abilities or whatever and then once the war was over you know all the blades returned to him he stored them for safekeeping well of course some evil organization came stole them killed him and stuff um but his last dying thing that he did is that he forced a seventh blade for his son and now his son is basically on a path of vengeance to try to hunt down not only the people who killed his father but also to recover the missing and the stolen blades. So, three chapters in or whatever, it was it was it was okay. Definitely uh, top meathead type of stuff, which is not bad. But you know, it's definitely one of those ones where I'm glad I waited a few chapters and I didn't jump in day one. Um, because this this is probably one I might kind of check in every now and then after like a handful of chapters and stuff build up. So maybe. I might maybe read one more chapter this coming weekend when it comes out. But after then, I'll probably just let it build up until it's like 10, 20 chapters or whatever. So many months from now, I'll revisit and see how the series and stuff is going. Especially with how stuff is getting canceled and stuff left and right nowadays. So I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to, you know, dive into, into stuff too early. But, um, but yeah, but that's pretty much it as far as like manga. I wanted to shout out real quick. Because um, cause One Piece is on break. Um, My Hero Academia had a uh, <laughs> pretty big chapter. Ah, something's going on. Some flags are being waved. I don't know if they're going to go through with it, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. But, um, but yeah, My Hero is going through some stuff. JJK is going through some stuff. Um, I really need to catch up on... Cause I'm like super behind on Sakamoto days, man. I am. Ooh, man. I'm like 15 chapters behind on Sakamoto days. And especially in with Undead and Lux anime coming out. Let me see how far behind am I on that. Uh, man. I might be like 40 to 40 to 50 chapters behind on Undead and Lux. <laughs> Cause I think I think the last chapter I read was one forty one, and that came out Christmas of last year, <laughs> and they're on one seventy seven. So I don't know. I'm I'm out to make a day and just kind of binge and catch up on a lot of stuff. Uh, same thing with Akane Banashi. 
I am last chapter I read it was like 56 57 and they're on 80 so I'm like 30 chapters behind on that um so much stuff and there's a bunch of like new stuff uh mixed in there as well um shoujo no I'm behind on that I mean thinking about going back and circling back to shoujin x especially because it's like kind of like you know from the creative tokyo ghoul spooky vibes i think i think I, I stopped reading that back in like chapter 10 and they're on chapter 41 so i got like 30 chapters or so that i can read so who knows i'll, I'll kind of pace some of the stuff by ear but i'm i'm, I'm excited because like i said it's, it's plenty of stuff to read and catch up on but um but yeah but i, I think that's it you know it's, it's it's getting late and like i said i just wanted to do a little something um just to like I said, like primarily touch on some stuff I'm reading and watching, and um, but like I said, primarily to, to, to review Cocoon and to kind of give that topic with the uh, Reservation Dogs um series finale and stuff. So, but um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap it up there, give me a little late night dinner, and then maybe watch some more anime and then get my butt in bed. And uh, get ready to march towards this uh, Friday off, this three-day weekend. And uh, who knows? Like I said, man, maybe I might get AC Mirage. Eh, I don't know. We'll kind of see and play it by ear. But um, but uh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap it up there. So as always, thank you so much for watching and or listening. Um, you can find me everywhere at Dad Needs to Talk. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube um, channel for all the video stuff. And then make sure you're following on whatever platform you prefer to uh, to get your audio. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, yada, yada, yada. The usual rigmarole and all that fun stuff. But, um, but yeah, so as always, treat yourself to something nice. Read some manga, watch some anime and TV, play some video games, and live your best life. And with that, I am out. There's lots of stuff to enjoy, and I hope you enjoy it while also taking care of yourself. And I'll catch y'all on the next one. Y'all be easy. I love y'all. Thank you so much for all the support. Peace.